Christianity, despite what we see culturally, is not best seen in the Christian, but in the church that is gathered and then scattered into the world, loving one another and our neighbor as Christ has loved us. Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. Hi, it's February 11th, and today's word is ecclesia. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 19 and 20, Paul writes, The churches of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Priscilla, together with the church in their house, send you hearty greetings in the Lord. All the brothers send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The word I want to draw out here is church, or uh, churches. Here we see the word ecclesia translated as church or churches. Uh, ecclesia means a duly summoned gathering. Ecclesia was not originally used to describe a religious gathering necessarily. Instead, it had more of a civil or political connotation. Uh, where we get the English word church is actually a different podcast altogether, but ecclesia is often defined as the called out ones due to the breakdown of the word ek meaning out and kaleo meaning to call. This translation is disputed by some, but if you like that definition as much as I do, I have good news. We can think of the church as the called out ones for reasons beyond its etymology, the, the building of the word. In 1 Peter 2.9, actually, it tells us that God has, quote, called us out of darkness into his wonderful or marvelous light. This language is common in Scripture, and we think about God's people being called out of Egypt and his people uh, being called out of the pagan city of Babylon, quote, come out of her, my people. Uh, we see this reality in the Christian life in the Greek word holy, that we are to be set apart or even called out from the world. And according to Jesus' high priestly prayer in John 17, uh, while we are to remain in the world for the sake of mission, we are not to be of or like the world. So in that sense, we are called out from it. The intended meaning of ecclesia in the New Testament is also clear. It is far from just a political conference or a civil meeting. Notice in our verse here in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 how we, we see all the active ingredients of what we know today as a church, namely that is a, is a regular gathering of Christians here in Priscilla and Aquila's home, uh, which is also mentioned in Romans chapter 16 that they hosted the church. This isn't just any meeting. After all, we have a clear reference to the family of God with the fact that they're called brothers, or the, the word is originally to connote males and females, so you might prefer brethren. And they are to greet one another, not with just any kiss, which may have been cultural at the time where they lived, but a holy kiss. Just in this simple greeting, we see that this is clearly a Christian gathering. And the rest of the New Testament goes much further to give detail and, and instruction for the operation of the ecclesia. The Bible organizes, and, and despite how some might feel about institutional religion, the Bible even institutionalizes the local church. It places qualified leaders, officers who teach and serve and provide a model of the Christian life. What we call church membership is clearly expected based on the kind of accountability and leadership and care that is to mark a particular congregation of believers in a given community. 
the liturgy, the order of our worship, uh, such as communion and teaching the Bible and singing are all commanded in Scripture. With authoritative letters written to particular local churches, the Christians everywhere are called to sanctification, evangelism, and discipleship together. Now, there are two senses in which we must think about this idea of church. That is, one with a lowercase c, what I previously referred to as a local church, and the other sense is that of a capital C church. We read this in the Apostles' Creed, right? This uh, one holy Catholic church, not as in Roman Catholic, but as, as in the universal church, all believers everywhere throughout time. And in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23, Paul writes that Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. So while every local church belongs to Jesus just the same, in the mind of God is this final community, this heavenly community of redeemed people from every nation and tribe, uh, from Abraham forward, who are, in fact, the people of God and who are the Father's gift to the Son, described as his bride. And while, in a sense, every local church is a body of Christ where we live, all who are in Christ make up the body of Christ eternally. So the church, with a capital C, is all Christians who will be called and drawn quite literally one day out of this world to be gathered together in eternity in the presence of God. But here's why ecclesia matters. God thinks corporately. He knows and loves and saves individually. Yes, he cares about you and me. That said, there is a greater reality at play that this word reminds us of. And that is that while our faith is personal, the last thing our faith is is private. There's no such thing, as you may have heard, as a lone range Christian. Notice the New Testament doesn't know anything of a Christian that does not belong to an ecclesia. Not just the ecclesia, capital C church, but a local gathering of Christians to whom they are accountable and who they are practicing all the one another's with, right? Love one another, bear one another's burdens, confess your sins to one another, and on and on the, quote, one another's go. It is together we are to sing, together we are to be taught and apply God's words to our hearts and lives. It is together we are to pray and be on mission. Christianity, despite what we see culturally, is not best seen in the Christian, but in the church that is gathered and then scattered into the world, loving one another and our neighbor as Christ has loved us. So Christian, do you identify most in being the church, the, the bride of Christ? Does that mark who you are and define you as a person? Are you submitted to Christ by way of qualified leaders who Christ has given you, according to Ephesians 4, for your spiritual growth and sanctification? Are you in covenant relationship with other Christians who can serve you with their gifts and whom you can serve with yours in return? the reason God gave them in the first place. May, may we all know the love, the care, the accountability, and the sweet fellowship of those also powerfully and graciously called out of this world just as we were.